Hello everyone, welcome to the Sunshine and Blossoms podcast. I'm Annabelle and I'm here to be like the sister you never had. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Sunshine and Blossoms podcast. It's been feeling a lot like spring where I'm from, so the only thing I've been able to think about is my garden. And so that's what we're going to talk about today is gardening. And I will be the first to admit that I am not the best gardener in the world, but I still love to try and plant one every year. And I have luckily managed to pick up a few tips and tricks um, over the past couple of years for those of us who don't have such a green thumb. So I'd like to share some of those with you guys today. The first step of gardening is to have a plan. And so the first part of that, the first part of making your plan, is to choose a couple of plants you want to try and grow. If it's your first year trying to grow a garden, I would recommend being careful and not going overboard with how many plants you're going to try and grow because they can get overwhelming really fast. (laughs) Um, So just be careful that you're not choosing too many. I know it can get exciting, but if you want them to grow well, it might be better to choose like three or four or five that you can devote a lot of your time to. Um, so once you've chosen a couple of plants that you want to try and grow, the next step is, are you going to be able to grow that in your area, in your climate zone? Because you'll have to make sure it's not too cold for the plant that you're trying to grow. And you'll have to make sure that you have enough space for the plant that you're trying to grow. Because if you don't have enough space for something like, say, potatoes. Potatoes need a lot of in-ground space to grow and spread out. But things like tomatoes, more so, could be done in a container. Or like an herb, like mint or basil, could also be done in a container. So if you live somewhere smaller and with not a very big yard or not a yard at all, you might want to look into container gardening. If you live somewhere bigger and you have more space to plant things in ground, you know, you can look at some other bigger plants. Uh, Once you have that taken care of, you're going to have to ask yourself, are you going to plant seeds or are you going to purchase a plant that's already been started? Um, There's benefits to both. Personally, I have started most things from seed, and it does usually does pretty well. Um, If I were going to grow tomatoes again, last year was my first year growing tomatoes, and I I started them from seeds. This year, if I decide to grow tomatoes again, I think I will probably purchase a start. I think it will just be easier, and I think they will turn out a little better. (laughs) Um, Now... Now that you've got that decided, um, you have to ask yourself, does this plant need any extra supplies or special attention? Um, Because, you know, if you don't have all the supplies for a certain plant, sometimes it can get very expensive and you'll have to see if that's something that you will be willing to purchase and, you know, take care of that plant And if it needs extra attention or a certain amount of sunlight, you will have to pay close attention to that to make sure that your plant will be able to grow. 
Um, once you've answered all those questions, then it's time to gather some supplies. The basic bare minimum items for gardening are either a little space outside to plant things, or um, if you're going to container garden, a flower pot or other containers like yogurt containers or sour cream containers, or I've even seen like a milk jug um, cut in half and use the bottom of it for a container. That works really well. Once you have a container, you'll also need some dirt. Um, if you have an outside plot that you're planting your uh, seeds in or your starts in, then you will obviously already have dirt. Um, but for container gardening, I would recommend using store-bought potting soil to get your plants started. But if you would like to try uh, using dirt from just like your backyard or something, go for it. Let me know how it goes. I haven't had any success with that one. Um, you'll obviously also need seeds or starts of whatever you're growing and water. Water is very important in gardening. <laughs> That's all you really need to get started. Um, make sure you follow the instructions for planting on the packaging. And there you go. If you need some ideas on what to plant, it's your lucky day because I have a few ideas for you. My top two favorite plants to grow are potatoes and green beans. They are both super easy, super good plants to try and grow if you're a beginner. I also love the taste. Like, who doesn't love the taste of fresh green beans? Um, so they're super simple. You really can't mess them up. Um, the first year I planted potatoes, I watered them once and I forgot about them. And I still ended up with about 30 potatoes. I've grown them a few more times since then, and I would not recommend forgetting to water them. But potatoes are a very forgiving plant. Um, a fairly common setback for growing potatoes is bugs. Um, and there's a lot of different kinds of bugs that like to eat potato plants and there's a different remedy for each. So if you find you're having problems with bugs on your potatoes, I would make sure you do quite a bit of research to make sure you have the right remedy. Um, green beans. Green beans are also super, super easy. The only problem I've ever really had for green beans is uh, weeds popping up and like choking them out, um, especially crabgrass. The only solution I personally know of is to pull the weeds and just try and stay on top of it. I would assume that like a weed killer would kill your green beans too. And if it didn't, then I think there would probably be some gross chemicals in your green beans that you might not want in there. But I don't know. Um, according to a quick Google search, bugs are also often a problem. Big surprise there, right? Bugs are always a problem in gardening. Um, and another common problem is blight, which is also a common problem for tomatoes. Blight is caused by overwatering or watering at a time of day that doesn't give the water enough time to evaporate. I had that problem with tomatoes last year. Luckily, it's an easy fix. Um, all you have to do is just adjust your watering schedule, make sure you're not watering them too much, and it will clear up pretty quickly. Um, 
If you are thinking about growing tomatoes, be warned, they might be a little softer than what you are used to. My family found the tomatoes we grew too soft to eat raw, and we like to eat a lot of raw tomatoes. Um, we ended up turning them into salsa instead, which was really good. But, you know, if you like to eat tomatoes raw and you're like, I want to grow tomatoes to eat them raw, heads up, they might be softer than what you're used to. We have also tried growing lettuce and peppers in our garden. Neither of those have turned out very well for us. The peppers all rotted before we could harvest them, and the lettuce was really soapy. In, it was just weird. So I don't know if we'll try those again, but if you have any good tips for growing those, let me know. Um, as for flowers, I haven't really grown any myself, but I'm going to try growing sunflowers this year. I also don't know very much about growing fruit because where I'm from, it is way too cold for fruit. But I do have a peach tree that has somehow miraculously survived almost five winters now, three of which have been extremely harsh. So I don't know how he's made it through. <laughs> but um, I don't really do that much for it, but I make sure to give it lots of water and occasionally some fertilizer. Uh, I hope you learned some good tricks for gardening. I guess a lot of it is just planning. A good plan will get you far. Thank you for listening, and I hope you all have a great day. Yay!